0: Just winging it. Just I'm John Abdullah. I don't know who I am, but I've been told my name is Patrick, and I'm going with it. All right, Patrick Green. The
1: That's, one and is only. Is that my last name, too? The one and only. Oh God, I just found out my last name. You know, Patrick, I had a great sleep on my Casper mattress last night. Oh, did you I'm not it? even making that up. Because, again, they're not a sponsor, but I actually own a Casper mattress, and I had a great sleep. Wait, do you, do you actually own a Casper yes! mattress? Yes! All those podcast ads. You they finally, actually got one. I actually... It's been... Probably a couple of years now, and we upgraded it to a king, what we had before, which a wasn't king Casper. king Casper. It's like the most amazing That's sleep the Cadillac I can ever. And birds. the reason I'm bringing it up is because now, um, I, hope th- I hope that you're in a good place with sleep before I say this, but I'll just say it. I'm not. We've been, uh, really? Yeah, no, bring, it on. bring it on. Bring it on. Luke's been sleeping through the night, and I'm like, I'm hearing birds <laughs> in the morning again. No way. You know, I'm doing like musical routines in the morning. No way. Are you that's whistling? Been really nice, yeah. Will you get ready for bed? Oh, yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, oh, everything. You're it's like, all brilliant. I stay be up later. Day. Now I stay up till like 10 p.m., oh, you know? That's amazing.
0: <laughs> and you know what? If you aren't happy with it, mm-hmm. they have a return policy and stamps.com is a great way to, to ship your mattress your mattress. You just <laughs> it get 300,000 stamps, 3,
1: stamps. <laughs> You just load them up, double layers. You know, you know that Casper mattress must get like some crazy ass returns cuz they have that whole policy, right? You can days, sleep right? on it for 100 days. So they must get Which people Which
0: everybody has now, like every single mattress company. Have you noticed that? Oh yeah, it's of changed. course, yeah. cuz Casper
1: changed the whole industry. Right. Right. Um, so, again, great sponsor, but they're not yet, so just think about it. They're not, but they're think listening. About it. They're listening. Stamps.com. Exactly. You know, but uh, when it comes to sleep and this podcast, <laughs> I mean, think about it. You know, this is prime, Casper. Like, this is all about... We're we, right in the sweet spot. Yeah, we require sleep. We will invest so much money in anything that, even incrementally, will improve our sleep. Yeah. Right? You know, our mattress our right now, we're, mm-hmm. we're actually
0: in the middle of a crisis with... This is a great time to get Casper, by the way. Yeah. So, something happened, like our bed, like the frame of the underbed Broke somehow. Oh no! Um,
1: and well, with all those kids, you know, doing matchbox <laughs> cars <laughs> yeah, and leap hitting you with action me. figures, yeah, that might that.
0: might do it. It's like it's just like there's something in the middle, but like one of the struts on the bottom of the bed mm-hmm. just like just like broke. Yeah, and so now like the whole bed has this very slight Slouch. divot in the middle. Oh. Like, and it's like sort of and thing, it's right in the middle. If you put like a yeah, and if you put like a marble on it, it wouldn't even roll. It's that imperceptible. Yeah. But when you're sleeping on it. Over time, you notice they are kind of gradually going towards. Oh, totally. This, you know
1: we I, mean? are, I do because the one we replaced—that's what had been happening. It was the actual mattress, though. Okay, it had gotten like it sagged in the middle. And so Bethany and I would like slowly roll towards each other, <laughs> which is very which romantic. Is, oh no, it was horrible. I mean, at that point, you know, we've been like, married for seven like Lady years, and the so Tramp, so it's like you're like doing yeah. the spaghetti on either end. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> Except you're exhausted and hate each other. It's right, like, kind of. Like, yeah. So now
1: we have a king bed and we sleep on opposite ends. You know, and then the there's kids sometimes in the sleep in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, exactly. Right. That's the way wall. to do it. Has yeah, an embattlement. Oh, it's amazing. I can't recommend highly enough getting a king mattress at some point if you can if you can fit it in. Well, see, know, Micah and I.
0: We have different sleep styles. I would say I'm I'm very I'm very snuggly. Oh, I've, that's what I would have pinned I'm you. I'm pretty as a annoying. Snuggler. Yeah, I'm snuggler. that's wicked annoying. Yeah, I'm like I'm like honey. Like I know you're asleep, but like I need to snuggle. You wake her up. Yeah, I'm fucking insufferable. Oh. I, I, that's my language of love, man. You know? Wow. Actually, right. it's true. What sure. a romantic we, we, you are, huh? You <laughs> know, my language of love. We went to a wedding uh, by our uh, our good friends, uh, Greg and Meg,
1: about uh, five
0: years ago. Greg and Meg, Greg and Meg, they've names. come up like six times in the show. Yeah, well, I, I hope just you're love listening the, you listening
1: to Greg and Meg. It's like such a short end. That should be another segment on the show, Greg <laughs> and Meg. What are they doing? <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> Get us what an what are they doing this week? Yeah. We'll go from
1: turkey trot to Greg and Meg, exactly.
0: And uh, the the sermon was actually like the like homily was yeah. really good, and it was about languages of love and about how ah. like there's sort of five types that people typically fall into. And um, and it's really important to recognize in your partner what language they speak. Mm-hmm. So like how they show love and affection, and also like what what they don't want you know like so yeah you, so, you, so you know like how to show them that you actually care about them in a way that feels like to them and i came out of that and i was like micah my language of love uh. is snuggling <laughs> <laughs> like i need touch i need contact and what was her response to she that? vomited and then <laughs> she ran away she yeah, she hired a police car actually um oh, no but man. it was it was nice to know that but yeah even if i'm like sweating and miserable like i need i need that or i get like anxious wow yeah huh. I, i'm a very annoying sleeper
1: but we have a queen
0: mattress and that's, that sounds you know, very annoying fine. yeah, yeah.
1: So that kind of forces you into it. It does. Yeah. It does.
0: My plan is coming. Switching together. topics
1: a bit. Yeah. I'm wondering because uh, we haven't talked since he got involved in soccer. How's you doing with soccer? Oh my God, he's loving it. Yeah. Yeah, you're
0: right. We haven't talked about it. Yeah. Since. And he's wanting actually, an update. The season's and, and almost done. More importantly, done. our fans,
1: I'm sure, want an update. That's true, especially
0: those who use stamps.com. Com. Exactly. Uh, so he's doing great, and actually, the season's almost over already, which is absolutely crazy. So remember, so remember Seriously? the first time. I do yeah. remember. Yeah. The first time, yep. everything, yeah, the tractor, the fire alarm. Mm-hmm. He had the sort of like horrible reaction to it and we spent the whole week talking and trying to like get him ready for it we played soccer together so he'd feel confident and the big breakthrough thing for me was realizing how nervous i was in that moment yeah. which i think i talked about in that episode yeah but i realized that like i also was avoiding the parents there because i course. felt super nervous and i was any like any
1: new setting that's tough right? it is really tough yeah
0: so i i really tried to reinforce to him that i was also scared and mm-hmm. that i was going to go with him and we were both going to help each other to be brave. Yeah. So I told him the first time I see a kid who looks like he, he or she wants to play with you, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get over my fear and introduce myself and you to them and their parents. That's so nice. So we know their names. Yeah. So, of course, the first thing that happened when he showed up <laughs> was there's this kid, Arouge, who had been playing, who's like super good for one thing. Holy oh, shit. Arouge, yep. I hope you're listening to this because you're fucking Pele <laughs> um, for a five-year-old. Uh Arouge was, like, practicing before other people got there because he was there early because he, like, loved soccer. And Jude was, like, kind of walking around. And I was like, hey, like, you want to play? This is Jude. He's pretty good. You want to play with him? And, of course, Arouge, like, fell in you love with Jude's him. Wingman. And they Jude's Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was literally it. It was the first thing that happened when we showed up And there. then it just took and off. And since then, and now, like, we can't get him to leave. Oh, that's um, awesome. And he has, like, new friends. And it's just... Watching four and five-year-olds play soccer, by the way, is the most adorable thing you can imagine. Because- I don't know.
1: I, I just watched uh, a bunch of, let's see, they ranged from, uh, well, even as young as Luke, seven month to seven years old, doing yoga. That's great. That's a yeah. range. That's so we can talk about that, but keep going.
0: Yeah, well, it was just it was just great, and and they're all like you know they're they're tripping on their clothes because they're too big the shirts that they wear. But he plays for the Purple Lions, and he uh, he's had a lot of assists. He hasn't gotten any goals yet. Yeah, and I think it's because he doesn't want to make kids feel bad, which I I totally remember doing. Oh, like I was that's one of those so kids. Sweet. I always got the sportsmanship award because I was like the worst on the field because I was so concerned with like making people. feel You're such bad. an empath. I was. I was like, just snuggle me. I'll be totally. <laughs> I'll be totally good. And that's how I got kicked out of school.
1: No, but um, no, that's it's why good. you got
0: zero goals. So you so you mentioned that your that's youngest, awesome. who's seven months now, mm-hmm. which is crazy. That yeah. Luke has been doing yoga.
1: He's a yoga master now. What are they called? Yogis? A yogi. He's a yogi. He's yogi yeah. bara. Yeah. No, he didn't actually do yoga at all. A good friend of ours. Um, she decided she was talking to her trainer, and her trainer is looking to become a yoga instructor, I believe, mm-hmm. and in particular, I guess, interested in and in, uh, with kids. Maybe not after this session, but she. <laughs> um, so she decided that she would schedule this trainer to come to our house. And, in, and she invited um, our kids and then their cousins and a few other family so friends. it was a personal session. And so it was a personal session wow. with like 10 children um, in a basement um, with this yoga instructor doing yoga and I'm like, how in the world is this gonna work? Like, this person better have a lot of patience, the especially parents, the parents if were involved this with This was their first no. one. Yeah, well, the crazy. parents were like witnessing it and keeping the kids in wow, check. it's really a kids yoga. Yeah. Thing. The parents, we were like around the perimeter, making sure no kids did anything too bad. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, if the instructor needed like reinforcements, we were there. Right. 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 Um. But but like
0: usually you you hear about kids doing this in the context of like baby yoga, right? Where like right. they're basically just like like they're basically just a
1: weight that the parents can use. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Right, right? <laughs>
0: but this was a real yoga class. Yeah.
1: It was so cute. It was so cute. I mean, just seeing, um, I mean, Grace in particular and her cousin, Emma, um, who is also Grace's age, uh, just six months younger. So it was a lot of fun, you know, two and a half and almost three. So um, they were super into it and, and like trying to follow along, you know, with what the instructor would do. It's certainly getting distracted and all that. Right, right. It was actually the older kids, you know, five, six, seven, who would like, you know, get silly and, you know, run around or play with the thing. It was like a hula hoop type thing that was part of it. Um or they or they they had these cones, and they would just like you know, put them on their body and pretend they were like robots and stuff, you know <laughs> which I still um, do, Absolutely. of course, exactly, yeah. and of course, the instructor has to like go with whatever happens because right. what else can you do with that age, you know, and such a um, varying age group too, of course. So it's I mean, that's like,
0: what's cr- seven to seven, seven months yeah. to seven years. That's a but, huge but. I mean, spread. you know,
1: Luke, he was just like in the corner eating a friggin' hula hoop or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? He wasn't yeah. doing any yoga, but still, but he wasn't being held. He was just sitting yeah. there and being a part of the activity. And yeah, that's sure. that's pretty impressive. I guess. I mean, you yeah. know, he was eating a yeah, whatever. That's, he it was fine. <laughs> he's a he's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> is what you're trying to say? He, he is was a doing one handed push ups and levitating. Yeah, definitely. And the kids actually made up a yoga stance, a dinosaur. Oh, right. And so How they would do do put that? up their, you know, they would do like the, the classic T Rex arms, you know, the Turkey little arms. Yeah. Turkey like arms, exactly. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Um, and then they would just like stomp, you know. So it's not <laughs> at all a yoga thing. I know, I How don't cute think is that? That's though? yoga. How cute is that? But that's adorable. I love that. Yeah. The, the imagination. Do they have of these the right kids. posture? Because like a um, lot of kids,
0: when they do T Rexes, they have it so that like they're too upright and the tail would yeah. be on the ground. <laughs> but they actually like do the you correct You know what,
1: Patrick? They haven't studied uh, T Rexes quite to the extent that we have. Well, then they better get on. So they better, yeah. He's speaking of studying T Jurassic Park. There's a
0: yeah well there's there's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom coming yeah out. yeah um, and in the run up to that there's been a new mobile game oh really that's basically like an AR kind of it, it's 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 literally the same thing as Pokemon Go but oh, just with dinosaurs that's funny have you seen this no. So and I, so I, in
1: the AR, they're like real-sized dinosaurs. Oh,
0: and it's fucking cool. Oh, it must I'm be amazing. This thing. What's it like called? Crazy. It's called Jurassic World Live or something. Sponsored by sponsored Casper by? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I have no idea what it's called, but it's totally worth picking up. And I have been obsessively collecting these things, and you can hybridize them, which is really cool. Oh um, wow! But that being said, I uh, have very low expectations for Fallen Kingdom as a
1: yeah. As a film. But there is an amazing video you guys should check out called. Uh, it's like if you just search for Jurassic Park parkour. Have you seen this video? No. Oh my God. It's a guy in one of those, you know, T Rex suits. Oh, yeah. Um, Right chasing uh, people and it's like super high quality because Jurassic World had uh, sponsored it so oh, it's, it's like, like the real deal and it's with this stunt guy parkour guy who does it oh my and God. so they enact like actual scenes from past Jurassic Park movies um, but with a guy in a, Jurassic, uh, in a dinosaur a T-Rex suit chasing people oh, man, I gotta check it's that incredible out. I gotta check that out funniest thing I've seen in at least you know two days <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really worth seeing
0: just hack. Her- well, uh,
1: I guess we getting into the episode. You mentioned that
0: that Luke is doing yoga, and I'm, I'm wondering: Are you noticing changes between the two kids? This the, the point of this episode basically is second children. Yeah,
1: right? just that whole transition and like how you deal with you know adding another one into the mix.
0: No, so you're more recently a yeah, father of two. Yeah, that's than, why I thought I it'd be
1: good to talk about it. Even yeah. though now I'm seven months into it already. Well, what are, what are your initial thoughts? Like, what what do you what are you uh, yeah are you thinking? Well, if I think of even just like you know, if I step back and think about the transition to the extent that I can remember. Anything that happened before um, labor because you know that first week wipes out a good deal of your memory, it really um, seriously does yeah, <laughs> but you know one of the things that I was particularly concerned about that sounds it feels silly now um, is that you you have so much love for this one child, right you have mm-hmm. your only child and you love them in ways that you just you didn't even realize were possible, mm-hmm. right another hallmark card. Um, it's really cheesy to Language say. Language of love. And everyone says this too, right? You'll never know like what it actually is like to be a parent until you are. Yeah, but it's true. Because it's just impossible. That's true. Um, your heart actually grows. Um And so... The ways that maybe not physiologically quite accurate. No, but. no, Patrick. <laughs> Literally, grows. your heart explodes. <laughs> People with tuplets are like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can see their heart yeah, from like a mile awkward. away. Yeah. It is really awkward. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, octuplets. don't have more than ten kids or you'll die. Don't have, don't have more than like four or five. <laughs> That's true. I mean, frankly, for me two is good. But anyway, um, <laughs> so so you have the one, and truly, I I felt this like I I love her so much, and. I knew logically, like you know, it must. I must, of course, be uh, have the capacity to love another child as much. But there is also this more like emotional part where it's like, how, Mm -hmm. how can that actually be? And there is a bit of a a loss there in knowing that your relationship with that one um, over these last couple years, like that, that's going to change, and she's not the only one anymore. Um, And on one hand, I know that that actually that's really healthy. Um, that, you know, she isn't necessarily getting all of our attention, and, like, it can also yield really good things, mm-hmm. right? Not being an only child. Um, and that isn't a slam on only children. You know, there's, like, pluses and minuses both ways. Um, so so I, I remember feeling that. Um, and, you know, I mean, you know where it's going. It's, like, thankfully, um, Luke came out, and, you know, pretty immediately there is that, again, it's, like, this very primitive-level um Opening up of the your ability, your capacity to love other Mm -hmm. human beings, and very quickly it was like, oh yeah, like so quickly. I was shocked at how quickly it felt like, oh now we're whole, like now we're a whole family, and I can't imagine life without him, you know. But I do remember that transition being, um, I don't know, maybe wearing is a little too strong of a word, but did you experience that at all? Oh, hugely, hugely, yeah. And it still is on my mind sometimes. Like there, there are still there's some nostalgia there, right? Every
0: single day, yeah. Well. So I was worried because I was thinking of love being more of a finite resource. Yes, it exactly. Is right. Like I was that, thinking I think like, we all think that, I really am kind of consumed with love for, for Micah and Jude and this kind yeah. of like our unit. Yeah. And we have this like stranger coming in, you know, who we have no history with, even though he's
1: part of us. you know. <laughs> stranger danger. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. All of a sudden stranger entering the house. Like, yeah. The, right, there the, is
0: something strange about that. It and, is. And, I agree. And having to like spread out the toys and the clothes
1: and Another like, like and thing is coming in. Another
0: person. Yeah. And, and it's going to totally recontextualize your... Your previous kids world you know that's in, right every single way um and i remember thinking about that a lot and then i remember when he came out um i was really fixated on that i was fixated on how i was going to help jude yeah to deal with this mm-hmm. and how i was going to embrace henry in a way that would allow my because re- because i'm very close with jude yeah you know? yeah you always have been and yeah and, and we have like a very special you know like rough and tumble bond of the things that we do together and and I felt like it was going to be really unfair to Henry because I, I did, couldn't imagine having that bond with any other human. I, I feel the same way. Yeah, America me and
1: Grace G- have always had like a really deep, you know, connection. And I've mentioned in the past, you know, somewhat jokingly that she's, I'm still her favorite. Um, and it's true, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, I have it in I writing. Mean, she has a great relationship with, with my wife as well. But, you know, she just, uh, when she cries, like usually she asks right. for me. You know, it's right. that kind of thing right, right. now anyway.
0: Right, right. But I was so struck and I've been so continually struck by how much that has changed over time and how yeah. I have not lost any of the specialness with Jude. Right? That's even the though thing. This, there's specialness with Henry now that Jude isn't a part of. Like like Henry's whole like we talked about in the show, like he's really loves superheroes, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And to me, like that's a big part of who I am too, and, and it's a part of me that I haven't been able to focus on since I was basically in high school because I haven't really had other people who were really into especially like the Marvel comics, you know? Yeah. And Henry just has Always loved that. Mm-hmm. Although it's funny, Micah and I kind of bonded actually initially over our love of Batman with DC.
1: We'll have to hear more of that Separate, story at yeah. some point. Yeah,
0: um, But but Henry like really brought that out of me and I realized, oh, this is my thing with Henry. Like this is this is like what we are sharing right now. And so, and then now Henry's love for it has gotten the whole family back on the comics train. And it's that's become awesome. something that we do like ritualistically all the time now yeah. is read and play. And is Jude into it too? And Jude's yeah. obsessed. Yeah. Now, and now they
1: both have Spider-Man sheets. How cool and is bo- that? And it's, it's amazing. So that intruder brought you... Yeah. Your love it brought your love back for Marvel and, it's and crazy. comics generally, and, and, and cool just and,
0: and it also just showed me a way of it. It showed me that that Jude and I can still have that bond, but I can also have that bond with Henry, and they're totally separate and also the same thing. It's, yeah. it's a really a, it's amazing beautiful amazing experience,
1: and it is it is truly incredible. Um, I would say this happens on a few levels. This idea of um, thinking that you have a finite amount of something, love, energy, time you know all of these things you go into it initially with parenting. Um, and that's a huge, uh, revelation that Mm -hmm. after you become a parent, it's like, oh my God, what did I do with all that time I used to have, right? Or energy or anything. I still have no idea. Yeah, exactly. And then that happens again when you enter having another child where it's like, there's no way I can love any more than Mm -hmm. I do now, or I have the ability to, there's no way I have more energy (laughs) or time, right? To do anything more than I'm doing right now. I'm so stretched thin. And then you do. Yeah. You know, and it does amaze me. Um, the parents out there who have, you know, more than two of three, four, five, you know, I, I I can only imagine, like, it must, it's still this, like, growing, I, I get it more now that I have two at least, the idea that there is no finite amount of time or energy there, mm-hmm. um, but it just is incredible to me that that is even possible. And, and also that, that it's it. not
0: jarring, you know, that, 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 yeah. it, that it feels, it feels like you said, like, it's always been, like, it's always been there. Exactly, know? yeah. It does. Like a family, like, and, but there is a sense, and for us too, because I think, I think we're going to, who knows, but as of now, like two is kind of our plan. You yeah. Know, terms, yeah, 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 same. There's a sense of a closing of a circle, kind yeah. of like this is like the complete thing. It does and, feel that way. And especially now that Henry is old enough to really play with Jude... And that they have their own, like, dumb little routines that they do. Yeah, their I'm jokes. so excited for that. And just, like, last night when I came home, uh, you know, if, I don't know if you have this, but, like, every day when I get home from work, I'm just, like, so exhausted.
1: For, and I, yeah. I kind of, like,
0: get awake again. Yeah, but, there's, like, a
1: second energy there that right, comes back. Right, usually uh-huh. when I eat. Second but, wind. But yeah. I feel like I get <laughs> off
0: the train and I'm just, like, just so done for the day. Like, yeah. it's been it's been, it's been a long day. And I'm, like, there's still, like, seven hours of stuff. is the Charlie Brown song playing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, I miss the football. Mm-hmm. Lucy's being a bitch. Um... <laughs> And then, uh, and uh, but I remember like last night, my Micah had something to do when I when I got home, so she was like, uh, you know, like we'll eat dinner in a little bit, like you know, you you play with the boys, and I was like, yeah, sure. So I I just took them out and we just sat on She's the porch, the three of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she went out and you know did her own stuff, and I took the boys out on the porch, and we just like sat there, and, and we didn't even like have anything to do. We were just sitting on the porch together. Yeah. And I, and they were like playing around and like and I was like, man. I'm not worried about Henry falling off the side of it. You know, like it was just this moment where I was like, oh, this is like our little family hanging out. And then Uh, like Micah came down. It's amazing. We're back together. Complete. You know, And
1: how cool is it now that they they have, they're the only two people who will have, you know, they don't have the same experience, right? Mm -hmm. Just because they're siblings. But their experience together is it's unmatched like that no one else has that perspective that your sibling is going right. to have and nobody else will and no one else will or understand you at that same level as a sibling
0: so you grew up with two sisters right
1: yeah i mean so for me it's a little <laughs> complicated um because i had a half sister mm-hmm. um, my mom already had a, a daughter um who was only three years old when she married my dad who adopted her so like i never knew life without her it wasn't like you know um she was a later rival. I didn't even know she was a half sister until you know later in life really um yeah just old enough to understand like elementary school it wasn't like super late um so I grew up having an older sister who I was very close with um so looked up to um and then a younger sister who I also was super close with and like very caring of you know so I was the middle child um hence my uh, well-roundedness as a an adult and human <laughs> being, <laughs> well-adjusted <laughs> person. I guess that can go either way with middle children. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, I have one on either end, and uh, over the years, you know, unfortunately, uh, it's only one that I'm still close with. My younger sister, who I'm very still very close with, and we, we've ha- you know had a very similar experience because we were much closer in age, only two years apart, right? As opposed to my older sister, who is seven years older. Um, and you know, it's for that reason and many many others, uh, family. Uh, messiness that, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not close now. But um, it's so great, you know, with my younger sister, just having been, have that experience. And, like, there's so much that is just, it's not like you're necessarily referencing things from your childhood or, like, you have recurring, I don't know, jokes or inside jokes or stuff like that. I mean, sure, that might be the case. Um, But also, it's just the, you just get each other in ways that, um, I don't know, it's just really different, you know? Yeah. Uh, It's funny, the things that survive... Early childhood yeah. into your like adulthood with your siblings, like yeah. so, like I just texted my
0: sister this morning about to check if she was she was going to go see Hereditary, which is coming out tonight, uh-huh. that the horror movie because that's like something that we did as kids. All we love, oh that's loved awesome! Scary shit that's such kids. a cool thing to do, and as it's as so siblings. nice to be able to check in and be like, hey, like you know, are you going to go see this? And yeah, you know, and then we can talk about it. Or like yesterday, actually, for example, so my sister uh, for a while was working with reptiles at uh, Mystic Aquarium. Yeah, now she does birds, but, um, wow. but she went through like a reptile phase, and I've always been like a pretty big reptile,
1: you know. Guy. Well, as we know from our last. Term, <laughs> A couple yeah, episodes right, ago, right. I'm
0: yeah. still p from that. I bet. Um, and so, like, I had... We, we had an... Oh, actually, this is kind of a funny little side story, just briefly. So, my parents were up earlier in the week uh, to watch the kids. hmm And before I got back from work to go to this concert of my music, that, which is why they came up, yeah. um, Micah and my mom were kind of rearranging some, some stuff in the yard that had been kind of screwed up, you know, over the, the winter and landscaping and stuff. Right. So, they opened this box... In the yard, where like we'd keep birdseed, which, uh, mortal of the story, spoiler alert, is don't put birdseed outside <laughs> in a box. Oh, man. Because it will go crazy really quick. Yeah. So they open up this box and there's a garter snake in there, which uh-huh. is, you know, they're everywhere, right? Yeah. yeah. But this garter snake is huge. Really? And fat. Ooh. And has bands all over it. Uh huh. And is pissed off. Uh oh. And fucking rearing back and going ah, with its fangs out. This is to your parents? You told, to Micah and my mom, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so they, so they like, you know, kind of panic and they dump everything out of the box and the snake like will not move. Ooh. So my mom's like getting a rake and like trying to throw it out and like, yeah. and the snake is like not retreating and wow. it's like seriously becoming an issue and it's snapping in them. Yeah. It's a garter snake, which like you know we see every day. If you walk outside, and you could just end the life of that thing so quickly. Yeah, right. It doesn't just know. Fart on it. It would just <laughs> die. You know. But this thing yeah. was this thing was a real like predator. So they like it was eventually like python size. They, yeah, basically they hit it with a hose, uh-huh. got it disoriented, and shook it out of the box enough that I guess it started to kind of retreat. Yeah. And then it turned around and it was like, oh no! Uh-oh. And, it, and it reared it up again and it charged you. the house. Seriously? Yeah. And it, and it kept doing it over and over again. Um, and eventually they, like, got it down deep enough into the woods that it didn't come back. But, like, wow. the whole rest of that night they were, like, be really careful outside because there's this, like, psychotic fucking rabid oh, man. carter snake. So, um, anyway, so this is all to say that yesterday I found a study <laughs> on carter snake aggression vis-a-vis temperature. Yeah. I love that was you, really again, the research that you do. It's <laughs> I really, I love it. I can't help it. Yeah. Um, I was on the train and I was like, you know what? I want to figure out what happened. And it was a very interesting study. And we, we kind of figured out what happened. <laughs> I'm just
1: imagining you doing like an ethnographic, you know, study on snakes. <laughs> you like live among them for <laughs> yeah, right. a like, few weeks to fully understand what was chimps. going on there. Yeah, exactly. And then you emerge, you know, half snake, of course, but <laughs> right, right. But right. you fully understand what was going on in that in the mind of that snake. Well, so it,
0: we think it had to do with temperature, <laughs> which is pretty cool. But my sister, oh. who worked with reptiles I was able to be like, hey, Claire, do you know like when? And she like had all this like knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I remember being a kid and talking about That's snakes. so with you cool. Yeah. So. So anyway, this oh, that's is all great. to say that it's, it is funny, like the things that you establish early on with with your siblings. That for us, it's um,
1: me and my sister. It's probably Chris Farley, you know, that <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> just the other day, you know, sharing an exchange with um, Chris Farley. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it is really cool, you know, to just be able to enter that and you know go in and out of it so easily, right? Because yeah. it's like you just have a relationship, unlike any any others, uh, or that you could with anyone else, really. Right, right. Um, And so it's really exciting to see that now with our children, you know? Um, And do you remember what it was like when she was born? Like, you you were how old? I don't. I I was only, yeah, I was only two. So I don't remember what it was like. I definitely, you know, I can see photos and I go by um the my wife and uh i'm sorry i have to yeah, say john's
0: laughing because i just dropped my wife. i'm laughing because you just I dropped my up wedding your, band yeah I, I
1: thought it was like lord of the rings ring you know he just like lifts up all of a sudden out of nowhere his ring and he goes yeah. like you know like an AOK symbol yeah exactly no, and this, then like, all of a sudden like, he put it on and it disappeared just, like... so i'm like i'm shook <laughs> you know yeah i like i like,
0: to, like twiddle with it all the yeah, time yeah exactly which is terrible to be doing that with the most expensive thing i own but yeah you know, that's, well it's true that's my life it happens but so um, you you were too young, you were too. I
1: was too young, but I do, you know, based on what my parents have told me, uh, and I don't know how much of it is that and how much of it is like I still have like a a feeling of it. Mm-hmm. Um but I I yeah, I was just like a very nurturing person and love to like, you know, hold oh. her and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty awesome. You were just right. like a yeah. perfect brother basically. <laughs> I mean, you can ask her. I think. I think she would probably say that. Well, she does support the show. She does. She's a big supporter. What up, Cassandra? It's nice Um, to. uh... I'm really lucky to have her as a sister. You know, so I guess. Cool. uh, Yeah, I'm happy to dedicate this episode. (laughs) (laughs) This is for you. But no, it really is so cool to to have experienced that myself, and then to like now witness that with my kids. You know, and like right now, of course. Um, Luke is too young to be interacting in the ways that you just described with Henry and Jude, but even but still. But he is doing yoga, to be fair. He is doing yoga. Um, next up is levitation. We're trying to teach yep. him how to just That'll like, come. you know, come. eventually just the yoga patient. will lift him up off the ground. That's what you do. In a, a Yoda like fashion. That's what you do. And yeah, I'm excited for that, honestly. Um, Does you he know, have I, any like have hobbies say, right now? Somewhere in the world, Bethany and I talk about this sometimes because we're dead tired at the end of a night. Yeah. And we're like, how amazing would it be if we actually were able to like, levitate to just levitate into our bed and oh then it God, got us I on this thread that. of you know someone somewhere in the world do you think so that has someone levitated
0: <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about you think someone somewhere we i tired we one of my
1: someone in in the history of the world okay we're okay. talking and and even right now there's oh, like what, nine billion people i don't know patrick but i'm just saying there's at least one person in the world who's defied physics defied the laws of gravity. I mean, now, now, has, now, do you actually...
0: But, before, well, hang on. The question I was going to ask <laughs> before this is, does Luke have hobbies yet? So I want to remember that because we're about to go crazy <laughs> off topic with this. You actually uh, I had think, to go with it. You actually think that somebody has levitated I mean, somewhere? That somebody has overcome a romantic Newtonian idea, like a idea, like this fantasy. What, quantum levitation? Well, actually, you know what? That is an observable <laughs> phenomenon. So theoretically... Right? I guess that could happen. All right, Doug, if you're listening to... My, my friend Doug's a physicist. We've got to have him friends. on. We have like, to we have, have him on to, to like, answer this question supposed to be on an for an episode. anyway. But Doug, I know you're listening. Uh, would it be theoretically possible for a human in whatever extreme circumstance to have actually levitated? <laughs> this is
1: actually a formal question. I mean, question. think of all the factors here. It could be that someone's in like some... Crazy humid hot place. They're just, they've eaten beans all day. And They're farting, and they're so, farting much, so much. Farting so much. The air is so dense. I'm just saying, it's humid. There's some method.
0: I mean, I think there's the fart. I've method. tested the farting one many times. <laughs> and uh, and I, I, oh, you know what? Actually, speaking of garter snakes, so I found out that they have a defense mechanism where they release toxic fumes from their butthole. <laughs> and I was saying, why are we not calling them farter snakes? To be totally honest.
1: Oh man, you know, I, I feel like That's there are novel, probably
0: ways that it could theoretically happen in okay you know what i i bet it has See, happened I'm not in crazy. experimental situations yeah. where something has someone's gone wrong someone's done it that's so all say i'm saying so say for example there's been like some kind of a an event in, where somebody's gotten trapped in some sort of like an electrical <laughs> this is becoming the origin story for a supervillain
1: <laughs> right now by the way but like well, so all they can do is levitate they can't even fly all yeah. they can do is levitate yeah, they can't actually go anywhere <laughs> and it's like a slow levitation like very slightly mildly useful you can get
0: like a piece of paper under their yeah. feet and that's like <laughs> That'd be pretty fucking cool, though. I guess it um, would no, be. But, you know, I, I, like, so, so for example, if there was like a Tesla coil that ruptured and there was this crazy <laughs> magnetic field happening, maybe it could. Ha- maybe somebody has high iron content and they're in the presence of like a natural <laughs> lodestone. Yep. And you know, I mean, And an earthquake is happening in that moment. That's like, and then a butterfly flaps its wings, and yeah, yeah. it could, it could, it could theoretically happen. I, I, I'm one of those people who says that. I, I say that it, it, it's almost, Im- it's almost. I don't think there's anything that's truly impossible, and I'm not even saying. The multiverse no. theory. Yeah, yeah, listen, I'm, saying, I'm a logical person. I believe universe in science in which but, we live. Mm-hmm. There are probably exceptions for everything that have no, you know, definable yeah. And maybe there'll be like
1: a radio lab on it and they'd break it down and it's like, oh, actually, it's just, you know, the iron deficiency or iron, whatever you just said. And, and right. an earthquake was happening and lightning struck and, you know, a butterfly flapped its wings and then the sky right. floated for a second. Right, right, right. You know?
0: And, and, and well, there is something to that, too, that, like, the, the history of human progress is really the story of having these crazy hypotheses. Yeah. And then seeing them either proven or disproven. And coming up with stories to explain them until you have facts to, to back that up, you know? I just want to live in a world where at least one person has done it. I well, don't
1: need it to take off. I don't need it to be but, like... But you're saying like
0: somebody who actually levitated like magically.
1: No. I don't I, I don't know how it happened. I'm just saying it did. Okay. I'd like to believe that levitated it's someone... Levitated and moved I'd upstairs. like to believe that it's someone who has a long history of... Yogi masters or whatever it is, so they it. who have studied it, and it's like passed on generation generation. So there's a little bit of evolution going on there because each one is getting like a little this bit is better. X-Men. Yeah, and then, and then eventually, <laughs> eventually, you know, this guy Tim, he's just like in his room. He's been practicing all day, and for like a millisecond, he just like hovers a little bit. That'd and be that, very cool, and that's it. Yeah. and then he can't do it's it again. Complete probably. bullshit, but that would yeah.
0: be amazing. <laughs> but quantum <laughs> levitation is a real thing. So, so I, I do challenge our listeners all three million of yeah. you, to one thing, go to stamps.com and also research quantum levitation, And this then totally, go to bed on totally a possible.
1: Casper mattress. Really. <laughs> yeah, there's no better, it's that's like levitating. The only, that's the only reason I want to levitate. I just want <laughs> to be able to levitate from the couch to my Casper mattress, sleep for the night, and that's it. Just, I don't want to have to get up at the end of the night. That's it.
0: Oh man, I, I, I there, is, there are so many nights where I've stayed up too late only because I don't want to go upstairs, right? That's what like, I mean. I, and, and I don't even
1: have stairs. Even have, and I was going to I still want to. Want to. to. You, you're I home, still you're want to forth.
0: levitate. See, we live in a fucking skyscraper. Yeah, state, you, <laughs> you know, do, So like, just, do, so many they, like thirty floors in
1: your place. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite a condo. Well, there's
0: four. There's, you know, there's three. I guess three and a half sets of stairs, basically. Yeah. So like, every th- every decision that we make has to be. It's like, okay, now I'm going to walk upstairs for five minutes. You know what I mean?
1: Do you make your decisions like you have to sort of do it in batches? You know, like I'm only going down to get my water when I also have to go pee and do this. You know what I mean? i literally do it. I'm already
0: down there. I might as well. Like a shit downstairs, yeah, too. you know what I mean? exactly. it's like you gotta you got we all got work it out, right
1: I might as well but, sit in the toilet for three hours until I have to actually yeah right until I'm ready, exactly.
0: Um, but it but is, Luke it has is many hobbies. Like, yeah. But 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 like but but going to bed is very difficult when you know you have stuff to do before it because then it also wakes you up a little bit, right? Yes. So you're totally asleep on uh-huh. the couch, uh-huh. totally happy, and then you know even though the Casper mattress is beckoning, yeah, you're gonna have to brush your teeth and do stuff. See, that's that's the key. I gotta brush my teeth before we watch TV at night. Oh yeah, no, I don't that's, have that. That's I don't the have key. That. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So 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 Luke has his own personality though already <laughs> to some degree. I think right? so.
1: I mean, the thing about the thing that's neat to see with them bonding too is just like because again they're not you know. He's not talking back to her yet, but um, it's just the way that he looks at her. Mm. You know, like she—I can see. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like she's doing something silly. You know, which we, of course, are entertained by too. But the right. way he looks at her and laughs is just—it melts my heart. You yeah. know, to see it and to see his experience of his sister in that way is really cool. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, the other thing, of course, we were worried about and that does happen is the whole, like, <laughs> Bethany actually thought that Grace would purposefully try to, like, kill Luke, you know, like, oh smother God. him. I um, think I, th- I think which every I,
0: parent has a moment where they're well, like, what if? You th- there's know? a
1: moment for sure, but Bethany was, like, convinced that based on Grace's personality that she probably would try to, like, get rid of him. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, that kind of thing. I so again, this is like a perspective thing because you know, as as the favorite parent of Grace, Mm -hmm. I uh, she would never do such a thing, (laughs) right, 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 right. (laughs) So I I had a much more positive. uh, I I thought she'd be a great sister. I can totally see her doing that. Oh yeah, also
0: lighting the body on fire to hide the evidence. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: Um so thankfully, though she just has been even you know right from the beginning, just an angel with him, like she was yeah. so loving of him, but the thing that she does is she like pushes it too far where she's like smothering the smothering yes! Sm- and that's a big I wanted to yeah. talk about that and yeah. that that is a real right. thing so do
0: you, you have experience with this as well yes, with Jude and that Henry. has yeah. been so Jude is an awesome big brother, yeah, very loving and and Henry is just a great kid, and they get along really well and and when they're when they're playing together normally mm-hmm. Totally great. Nothing to complain about. They're really, really good. And also Jude would never intentionally hurt him. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. That
0: being said, he fucking strangles him all (laughs) the time. And I don't know what it is. It's like we've talked about his doctor about it. Does Henry
1: like laugh hysterically at that? No, Henry like tries to escape. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Same with with, um, Luke, but I've also heard of this being, you know, like the the little kid thinks it's funny and that's hilarious too because they're like being you know killed (laughs) that's
0: that's terrifying yeah Yeah. (laughs) no I feel like it's 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 gotten it's funny Jude will go through phases where he won't do it for months yeah but especially like maybe about a year ago it was like every single day every day we're like Jude stop smother because he would oh yeah 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 he would go really really hyper we just yell the "Ah!" word gentle
1: gentle you know that's yeah we do that too yeah, yeah yeah But he, he would, like, go, and then he would
0: just run and kind of, like, grab his neck really, really hard. <laughs> Choke hold. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And Jude's <laughs> like, I can't stop doing
1: it. That. I'm That's, like, Jude. Wow. It's well, crazy. with Grace, yeah. I should say, and in my wife's defense, there are occasions where, out of nowhere, and it, it doesn't seem like there's malicious intent, but she'll just take, like, a stack of Legos and just throw it at his head. Yeah, that happens, You know, too. Or something yeah. crazy like that. I don't know where it's coming from. And then you from? ask her why she did it? Yeah. And she and she's witnessing it and sees him cry. And she immediately like you can see that she feels like bad about it. (laughs) Right. But like but then she'll do it. And it's you know, obviously, they don't have as much uh, logic as we well At least we think we do. Um, but anyway, it, but it's, Jude doesn't register it, like, like, because yeah.
0: he will do, like, he'll sometimes throw something in Henry, yeah. which of
1: course I blow up about, you yeah, know? yeah, 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 and he's
0: like, it's hard not to, what, like, he he doesn't even know that he, d- yeah, There's something there, about there the energy, times, too. the energy that they feel, and I'm sure it's it's basically a manifestation of love, right? Yeah. It's coming from the fact that they're like <laughs> fundamentally really enthusiastic, you know, uh-huh. like when we get excited about things, we get you know adrenaline and we get we get pumped up and we get you know we can't wait to go do it like if i know that i'm going to go for a hike that i'm really excited about like i can't fucking wait for that hike and i'm going to like you know set a really good split time (laughs) you know on the way up right but like when you're when you're a kid and you don't have the ability to really moderate that yet i think it's difficult yeah i I, I don't know maybe there is an element of not malevolence but of trying to like assert dominance or something that could be
1: that could be yeah, I own no, no. you kind of thing. Yeah, I Again, see Grace we, doing that we
0: desperately people. need somebody who knows what they're talking oh, about. Oh, I know.
1: I mean, the inner workings of a child, who the hell knows? I mean, there right. are people who study this all their lives and probably could answer it. Yeah, but, because yeah, there are people who but, do know. But honestly, do they? I mean, Maybe do not. they really? <laughs> well, because every kid's so different. You know? Yeah, and it's it's interesting to see. But What, what worked for us, though,
0: was, and, and like we've talked about in the past with punishment, we're not like big on like punishment, punishment yeah. things, but- we, we are on this because it was something where yeah, like, same. I was like, you know what? It's actually dangerous. Like, that's right. Like he he could fundamentally, you know, theoretically could get really hurt. right you
1: know? Oh, and that's, yeah. So, so like, this is where have we have, like, draw like, the line uh, on punishment too. For
0: yeah, sure. we have like a zero tolerance policy. Uh-huh. We, we take things away when he does it. And yeah. so the first time that he really realized what he was doing was when we took his favorite toy, which mm-hmm. is this big Hot Wheels playset that he has. And he was so upset about it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm really sorry. It's going to go downstairs and it's going to be there for three days. And it's wow. going to be safe. I'm not going to throw it you out. You don't mess around. But three for, days? Yeah, for three. Because it was like a constant issue. Oh, and yeah. It was yeah, embarrassing. Yeah. No, I'd be going it. places and like mm-hmm. in public. And he'd be like, And he's old enough now that him. like
1: you can, you know, he can make that connection like right. three days of, you know, not having it's it. a long time. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so uh, in general, that's worked. Mm -hmm. With him, but Mm -hmm. it's
0: just—it's just really strange because he doesn't seem to even register that he's doing it. Isn't it bizarre? But also, Henry doesn't react with terror. Like Henry's not like horrified by it. Yeah, yeah. He's just like annoyed. He's like, get get off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I see, I see, I see. Right. Yeah, yeah. With Luke, it's like you know the times where Grace just throws something at him. I guess it's a mixed bag. But there are times where he'll just start like crying because it Mm -hmm. actually hurt and it came (laughs) out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like that's the saddest part with some someone that young, seven months old or whatever, any infant because they're just like. They're just like clueless. It's like shock, yeah, right. right. Because imagine you're just going along with your day, and all of a sudden, pain, fucking projectile, it's like a light bulb of pain in your head, right, right, right. Um, So yeah, it's scary, but
0: and I I do feel like there's a spontaneity to it with the first kid, yeah, that like that there's that that they're not really aware of what they're doing, and they're not right. It's like an impulse that for some reason is in apparently many humans (laughs) to like for whatever reason express. Love or fear or power with some sort of a physical outburst. And it's something that like, I guess over time we learn to like keep in check. But then again, some people don't, you know.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. Jeez.
0: But, you know, but I I think we're safe. I don't think our I think so. So far, the signs.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't see any malicious intent there so far, but I guess we'll find out. Um, I guess
0: I, I'm also curious, though, about the the process of raising two kids versus the process of raising one kid, mm. which I know we talk about on a lot of shows. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm curious, like, what what are some differences that you've noticed?
1: Well, one challenge I would say is that because they are separate enough in age and you've experienced this even more, yours are a little bit further apart, um, it, it can be tricky to, like, do things out, plan things or, you know, and it's, it's fine usually because like one goes in a stroller and the other can walk and, you know, maybe the experience is better for Grace because this is something that she can actually participate in, whereas Luke is like observing it. So it's usually fine, but, you know, it does make you stop and think or at least assess like what it is that you want to do, go out and do mm-hmm. <laughs> day to day um, or certainly the timing thing. I mean, Luke starts his bedtime routine at 630. You know, mm-hmm. whereas Grace is up for at least another hour after that. So it's like planning. <laughs> um, I know you always so get a kick out of that. Oh, that. man, <laughs> I love it because, see, crazy. they get to bed and then, you know, usually by like 8, 830, they're both sleeping. Yeah. And that means that we have like an hour or so because, um, you know, we usually go to bed at 930 <laughs> or 10 um, and wake up early. But, yeah it works for us I'll tell you yeah. so so anyway just being able to um, plan things so that you can accommodate both and then like man getting out of the house takes so much longer so long I didn't expect that because I figured we've got it worked out for one so how much more can it really add for another
0: it's so, it's so much more co- because it's it's not a one to one relationship it's That's like right. an exponential increase that, in it is difficulty. in this case it definitely everything is everything that, that was difficult with one kid you yeah. still have to do but you have to do it in the presence of an additional difficulty yes. level which is doing it with another kid in the, in and then there's Sometimes so you do difficult it twice. with each other. And, so, you, yeah. so you do that. So say it's buckling. You have to buckle twice now, <laughs> but also that second buckling is happening in conjunction with yes. the difficulty of the first one. So it's like literally a logarithmic I'd love uptake. to see it on like a math board. Yeah, you know, Doug, can you do that too? Actually, yeah, please, If you Doug, wouldn't mind. yeah, Just send that into the show We need to talk after. about levitation and also how to plot this accurately. <laughs> Thank you but right it's it's it makes things so much more. even just eating oh my god eating oh yeah oh, it's out, so complicated
1: it's so like you really have to do that calculation of is it worth actually eating out or should i just order it in yeah you know the same thing it, it's tough but i mean just like even just the, the act of sitting
0: down at mm-hmm. and, at home and eating a meal because you have you know anything that requires any coordination up. right yeah i don't know, i don't know do you guys do this do you kind of yeah. assign a parent to one kid while you're all eating together to um, make sure well, well, Grace is probably so well adjusted;
1: it doesn't matter. Yeah, she's like over. You know, she's eating. Uh, she's <laughs> she's she's a pretty good eater, and she'll. I don't know. I don't think we. Uh, we what we do have is one person is always assigned to Luke for sure. Uh huh. You know, because yeah, one right. person Just sits closer safety. and helps yeah. like feed him or watch because you know we do the baby led weaning thing where he's right. like trying to eat some some stuff gagging all that stuff but mm-hmm. <laughs> a lovely <laughs> experience slightly, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly right. um and then grace it's more both of us just like making sure you know if we're out then yeah one person at least like stays next to grace but i, don't, yeah. I wouldn't say we have to like assign someone to her as much now see we
0: do yeah like, like, we de- it's basically it's always i'm with jude and micah's with henry yeah and we're basically just because the thing with jude is that like he will eat but it takes him so long as he gets distracted <laughs> as soon he takes one bite your and then he son. just like then he just puts it down yeah and starts talking about something and i'm like jude like it's it's been 5 so minutes so you have to like keep Take on another, him. so every right. bite so sometimes oh, we do a man. song Have i done the song on the show no please do so we have this like little rap that we do and now the
1: exclusive premiere <laughs> of Jude's premiere, eating premiere song.
0: premiere brought to you by stamps.com it goes <laughs> it goes scoop and bite and scoop bim bite and swallow 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 to ready here we go now wow. scoop and the bite in a scoop in a bite in a scoop <laughs> and we do this whole like rap thing which he loves and he actually eats at So tempo, does he follow those
1: instructions to a tee yeah, where he, yeah. he Will scoop and He and basically like looks at me and then he's, he's like because it sounds scoop to me like it sounds to me like he'll scoop and bite until his cheeks are full based yeah. on those lyrics and right. then do a lot of swallowing. Well, this, all the all scooping at once.
0: the scooping is is these are Jude scoops so that's basically it's <laughs> quantum scooping. You know, we're talking quantum, it's like he takes like one rice grain. You know, because that's the thing too It's yeah. i like just like none of us want to sit here anymore. It's right. been so long. It's Henry's wall. crying. He needs to go to bed. <laughs> Jude, you've eaten one piece of pasta like oh, one ziti man zito i don't know whatever, whatever the singular <laughs> ziti is <Z-tai. laughs> it's
1: the same spelling but you z yeah
0: we'll say z you've yeah. eaten one z uh-huh. and it's been three hours and it's like dark, dark out and and he's just like sitting and he just like kind of like just like <laughs> sniffs it i'm like you like it and he's like it's good i'm like so just Keep your fork in your (laughs) hand and just do it. But if you do the rap, it kind of helps. Yeah. But anyway, all this to say that like the complication level of feeding two kids is something that I've really picked up on a lot. Yeah. Because, um, you know, like Henry, he doesn't need direct supervision when he's eating as much as as he would have six months ago. Right. But you still need to like help him because, you know, he's a
1: mess when he eats. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, It's great. Yeah. Things are so much more complicated. I know.
1: There are some things that are easier, which we talked about, I guess, with like play, you know, like at least they have each other to play with. Yeah. Yes and, and no. I have to say you like have just to make last sure they don't kill each other.
0: Well, so there are things that I would like to be able to do that I just kind of can't when they're both awake because I'm yeah. not, I, I don't want to shun either one of them. So for example, yeah. when Jude and I go practice soccer outside, mm-hmm. I, I want Henry to be there, you know, yeah. like, like because, because we love him and because I want him to be outside and playing with us and to not to feel like, you know, the three hours that I get with our kids every day are just being spent on, on one kid right, 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 in right, general. Right. Mm-hmm. But that also means that, like, he wants to be involved and it's like this
1: whole complicated thing of, like, running it's around tough, and making yeah. sure he's not going in the street. And that's the thing about the age difference that, you know, comes to play, right? Because right. it's like you have to adapt things that you normally would be able to right. do with one. In, in two
0: years, it's not going to be a problem. Exactly. But for right now. The other thing was so we went to Jude's. Oh, I didn't tell you
1: about this, but Jude had his last day of preschool,
0: so he's officially done with it. It was wow. Crazy. And they had their end of year art show, which was a wonderful thing. Yeah. And they were doing these projects where they were inventing bugs by putting different shapes of construction paper and gluing them onto like poster board yeah. basically. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Which I was when I saw that I was like, Oh my god, this is so cool. Like this is so They must my have alley. looked amazing. Yeah, and they were so cool in the so I was like, when I get home from work, this was yesterday, we're gonna do that with we're gonna make aliens out of these, you know, of course, out of construction paper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on brand. Perfectorganism.com. <laughs> um and so, but I got home and I was immediately like, you know what, it's not going to work because Henry's too crazy right now and he's going to take all the paper and the glue and then it's going to be impossible. And yeah. then it's going to be me and Jude sitting at the table doing it and he's going to be crying because he's not involved and I want him to be a part of it. That's tricky. And so like sometimes we were able to do it like, you know, we can do puzzles and, and give Henry his own puzzle pieces to play with and it's not a, an issue.
1: Yeah. But in general, I have to say, and I think you'll see more of this now as Luke becomes more autonomous. I guess it, autonomous. Makes, it makes sense, right? And then that he would get that, right? He would see that, oh, they're doing that. I want to do that. Yeah, and then, right. but like you said, and then there'll be a point where in a couple of years, maybe where they can just play, you know, and, and yeah. they can just go outside and play together. And like, it doesn't require much, you know, intervention from you. They probably won't even want to play with you as much. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm so that that's going to be sad. Oh my God. The last um, day of preschool was <clears> the most emotional fucking. Oh, it must've been. It was just such a wonderful
0: yeah, environment for uh-huh. him to, like, grow up in. And the teachers were so loving. And just, like, watching him say goodbye to them was really, uh, uh, really a beautiful can you emotional he's moment. he's through preschool? Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, Going to kindergarten. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. So the other, uh, related to uh, what you were just saying about, you know, like, playing with them separately, I've also found, I've experienced this lately, that... Um, I think it's important every now and then to have alone time with each one of them. Yeah. I agree. You know, and, and I've um, experienced it sometimes just cause like, you know, Bethany um, takes Luke out for whatever reason. Cause she's going to be with him. She feeds him still breastfeeds him. Um, and I'll be alone with grace mm-hmm. or vice versa. She'll, you know, go out with grace. Cause like she, they're staying out a little later and I'm alone with Luke. And I just love that time. Um, it, I find that, uh coming back to where we started with this of having just the one and how that transforms into two, it, there's a little element of that where you're, when you're able to f- like exclusively focus your attention on one, yeah. you start to like see them in different ways or you experience them a little bit more fully, I guess is the better way of saying it. Um, and you just like it's so much fun, you know, because with Luke, it's like I get to talk to him and do things that otherwise if Grace was around, like she's part of that. And it's also amazing. Um, it's just different, you know, right. And right. it allows you to, like, get to know that child more. Yes. Um, and then likewise with Grace, of course, like then I can do things that, you know, we can't do when Luke's around. Right. So. And it could be like it was beforehand a little yeah. bit. And she can get and a that. Yeah. And I imagine that's going to continue to be really important as they grow up, too, even when they like understand that that's happening, um, because, you know, you want to just like be developing those one on one relationships, too, so that they have like a space that isn't just with each other. Mm-hmm. Right, totally, totally. I think that'll be important, and I I feel like I had a, that experience kind
0: of recently with Henry because I realized that I had almost always talked to him with other people there, especially with Jude. Yeah, like like there were always other people around, and, yeah. and I feel like because of that, because when I ask Henry a question, Jude either will answer, you know, before <laughs> he gets <laughs> oh, yeah, a chance same to with like, grace, yeah, or or he'll well, like since, be listening to yeah. it and kind of like chiming in. But like, I wanted Henry to f- feel like he had real time to think of answers to it, yeah. so I just like kind of like sat him down. And I really was, like, looking him right in the eyes and really asking him actual questions with follow-up questions, you know? Yeah. And he has enough vocabulary that he can say some of the answers now pretty That's well. That's so cool. And, um, and I was – and it's so cute because, like, he's still in that age where, like, you can see their eyes are so observant because they're uh-huh. watching your mouth for how uh-huh. you make making shapes. And they're watching your eyes to see, like, what you're looking at. It's and incredible. And they're, like, waiting to see if you're going to talk. And I could see him doing that and concentrating on me. Uh-huh. Too, which is really important. Yeah, because, like, exactly. I want him to know that I, to know that I register th- like something I, I worry about is that I want to make sure that he knows that I register him as his own kid. Exactly, because that's really important. Because you
1: know? for the second kid, they've never they don't have never fully experienced. Never that, had in the that. Way that the first right. kid has. Yeah.
0: And I feel like that's an important thing to feel is to feel like you have your own agency and your own personhood. Yeah. And that you're worth being talked to on your own. That and might... that's
1: the part, it, it must get exponentially harder as you have more and more and more kids. You know, if people do hundreds. have hundreds, hundreds of kids. <laughs> um, you know, I remember reading a New Yorker article out. I can't even remember what the family was, but they had, you know, at least like 10 or 18. or 10 or 18 <laughs> is a big difference. But once you get Between to 10, 10 and 9 million. Well, they had like adopted a bunch and. Um, uh-huh. And and so, and they talked about this thing of going out alone with them, and how they, you know, managed it all, and it sounded absolutely crazy. But anyway, um, but again, they make it work, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. You do if
0: you're an alert parent, like you're gonna find ways to to do that. Just like time is not as finite as we think it is, you know. Oh, absolutely, as we think it is. I'm, I'm sure that there are parents with 12 kids who have very individual, loving relationships with each of those 12 kids. Yeah. I just can't. I can't think of how it's possible. Right. Like, but it is. But it is. Yeah. And people do do that. And people who grew up in the huge families, you know, like they, they. It's not like they talk about it like it was a bad experience. You know. Right. Right. Like, uh, you know, I have a friend who had five siblings, and and he loved it. You know, of course. they're very close. So, yeah. 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 It's interesting.
1: The thing that is finite is sleep, and that's <laughs> why you shouldn't skimp on a mattress.
0: <laughs> you really need to go with the. You should go with something of quality. And while you're uh, at it, make sure you go to Blue Apron for all of your needs to cook a beautiful meal.
1: Oh, Blue Apron, yeah. You're actually, right? I've never uh, used it myself. but We did once, and yeah. it was actually super—it was a free trial that our yeah, friends yeah, yeah. passed. The, yeah, Mike those, those free work. trials were everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Soon yeah. we'll be offering yeah. them on this podcast, we I'm will. sure. very, right? very soon. Right, Blue Apron? Yes. Right?
0: You're listening, Blue Apron. Um, and, uh, it was really nice. It was a really like luxurious meal, but I was also like, there's no way we're, we can afford yeah. to do this. <laughs> exactly. But it's crazy because the cost of food is, is actually really high, but we just don't think yeah. of it in those terms, right? Right. So it's you know true. what? Maybe it is the way to go, but if you do go to stamps.com for your postage needs.
1: Yes, definitely. That's how you should send it all. That is. All right. Well, this was a good chat. The, the yeah. second kids, you know, we've kept them alive so far. Uh, I true. think they're going to be okay. And I think we're going to be okay. You know, cause yeah, it's, we'll it's it. really stressful like that. I remember that time of like entering into, you know, having two and just like how you're going to be able to deal with it all. And um, you probably will. Yeah. You know, I can't say for certain cause I don't know you as a listener right now, but <laughs> I think you probably will. You'll be fine unless you're terrible. Yeah. Unless you're terrible. In which case maybe you shouldn't have had two kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look at your life choices. Right. It's true. And if I could say one last thing, it would be if, if the second kid comes out and you don't feel an immediate, super close bond with them like it's totally okay oh yeah that's a really good point you're gonna figure it out Mm -hmm. and that kid will blossom into your own relationship and and it'll be its own thing and it'll be wonderful and beautiful it's but it's okay to feel a little bit apprehensive about losing the one-on-one connection with your previous
1: kid right yeah and it's okay to like to admit to yourself that you do you know keep it real i mean seriously because trying to like ignore that or just um be feel shame about it uh you know it's just it's gonna be fine i think you're right you know and uh, i still like you said experience this sometimes nostalgically with thinking about how life used to be with just grace and like how we won't ever get that back but and it's so it's okay because that um, was not like that wasn't a special time exactly it's okay to miss it yeah it's okay to miss it but it's just like it's okay to love the way things are now as well that's the thing you know now it's like a whole place that we're at and it feels really i can't imagine it any other way anymore at this right point, so. unless you had a casper mattress well yeah. you do i do so my life pretty much is perfect it's exactly. actually complete yeah. yeah i've got the two kids in a casper <laughs> king, king size mattress. king size casper all right all right well, keep winging it we'll just keep winging it bitches well, Bye. <laughs>